Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton, TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out, TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube, Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. You want to get in touch with me, it's TomBartonSports at gmail.com. What a good week we had in the Ivies. Look, last week I thought it was a little bit disappointing. Um, I was uh, a, a little upset heading into the Christmas break. But I did say, look, there were was, there was some positives that came from it. And when you're judging the Ivy Leagues, uh, the basketball overall concept here is, is just don't look bad when you play you know, the bigger teams. Give a little incentive. Give a little juice, right? Don't go out there and get blown out. It is kind of the the mantra here. But when you're playing teams you're supposed to beat, you got to beat those teams, right? I mean, you have to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. I was really encouraged with what Harvard did against Irvine the week before. Okay, but I was down on, on what the Ivies did overall, but I liked the bounce back. I knew that the Ivies were going to have a short week here, but they were games that absolutely were going to tell us what these teams were moving forward. And I think we got a taste of that. This week coming up, we do have more testing kind of games. Games where you might overlook a game. You, you, you might be in a spot where, okay, make sure you keep your focus, especially these kids have off, right? There's no classes. Uh, a lot of them, you know, they went home to see their family and now they got to come back. Uh, it's, it's a lot of different outside forces. When you're dealing with college, and I talk to people all the time about this, in all of my broadcasting career, when you're dealing with college players, it is a different mindset. You have to think back to when you were a kid. Now, obviously, you were probably not a D1 a superior athlete from an Ivy League school, okay? Uh, maybe, hey, listen, I'm sure a couple of you guys were. Uh, but it's a different mindset. Don't think about how the professionals would act. Think about how they would act. New Year's Eve coming up, and New Year's in the break, and the, the, the distance. And it's all interacting here, okay? So we're going to go back. We're going to look at last week. But keep in mind this week, it's a dangerous week for sports as far as college basketball betting um, and college basketball perception and college basketball seeding and college. All of it becomes a dangerous spot because you're not sure how these kids' heads are or where these kids' heads are and how they're going to react in a lot of spots. What I like to do during this kind of break, we call it, during the Christmas break and and uh, anytime with college, just go with the best, best, best coaching and look at the coaching because they're going to be able to keep their kids' heads on straight and, and not get lost and not get jumbled and not get worried about things that are out of their control. So let's go back and look. Look, I would talk to you about uh, Harvard against Irvine. That was great. And then Harvard took on Kansas in the Fieldhouse. I was massively impressed with Harvard here. Okay, massively impressed. The line uh, from a betting perspective was kind of right on point. I I, I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, 20, 25 points. Uh, it wound up being like 21, 22 when it finally ended. You know, look, Harvard lost by 14. That's, I, I don't care about that. What I care about is how they played. In the first half, they were down by 
you know, nine points, but they, they were in that game. They were giving Kansas fits. In the second half, Kansas' offense had a little bit more success, but Harvard offense, look, their offense had a lot of success as well. They lost by 14. There was no point in this game where I thought Harvard was going to win the game, okay? But there was also no real point in this game where I thought Harvard was going to get blown out. You can tell me 14 points is getting blown out, but I don't think number, I don't think an Ivy League school going to the field house against the number four team in the country who was 7-0 at home, 11-1 overall, many people have winning national championship. I don't think losing by 14 is a blowout three days before Christmas. Oh, by the way, on a road trip where they just came from California. No, there was a lot up against Harvard in this one. Their offense obviously struggled, uh, but I think their defense did well. You held Kansas to under 70. Specifically in the first half, I liked how their defense intensity was. And I know that they hit a couple of threes, Kansas, and it was disheartening. This really was like a 10-point game or almost a single-digit game nearly the entire way out. I'm I'm proud of how Harvard played. And I I can't wait to see how Harvard's going to look moving forward, but we'll get into that in a moment. Cornell took on Colgate. Remember I told you guys, look, it it was a game where I expected Cornell to score a lot of points, and they did. 91-80 was was absolutely score fest. I expected Cornell to score a lot of points, but I thought Colgate could be a trappy team, and they're not. Look, Cornell goes to 9-3. and That's no fluke. Cornell's looking good. Cornell's getting it done strictly on offense. I get it, but they're looking good. And Yale beat up on Monmouth. Monmouth is not the same team this year. They're 1-12, okay? But you get a 32-point win. I don't care who you're playing. That is a good win no matter what. Princeton had a rough weekend. I talked to you guys about that. They had a nobody. They had Keene, and they did exactly what you expected. Eh, maybe you're not happy that Keene scored 70, but Princeton scored 88. They called off the dogs in the second half. They were up 17 at the half. They put up 48 at the half. So don't look at the final score here. Just look at how this wound up progressing, and, and Princeton needed that ba- bounce back. It was the perfect opportunity and the perfect opponent. Does it show us anything about them? No, beating Keene doesn't matter, yeah, right? I mean, the grand scheme of things, who cares? Uh, but generally speaking, hey, look, that it, it's something that you needed, right? You needed to build off of that. So you got a bunch of days off, and now we go into what the week is going to look like now, right? And I'm recording this. Um, at, you know, we're, we're sitting here on, on Wednesday, and there are – some games that are going to be uh, be taking place here that I do think can be telltale sign type of games. Okay, when you have Pennsylvania against Wilkes, we're not we're not making that a telltale sign kind of game, right? I mean, that's it's not a game that anybody's uh, looking at. It's not a game that is going to prove anything. Obviously, you can't lose that game. Penn should be perfectly fine, but it's kind of like the Princeton uh, you know Keen game where I, I did think Princeton needed that game more, but it's kind of like the Princeton and Keen game where the reality is is that you got to go out here. You, you have to beat this team soundly. You can't give them an inch in this game. You've got to, you know, just just be the team that we know that you are. Columbia takes on uh, Maryland Eastern Shore. It, it's kind of a pick game, okay? The, the, the spread was uh, Maryland by one, but it's a pick game to me. Columbia's been up and down this year. And, and to me, this is a game you have to win against a team that's one in seven on the road. They are one in seven on the road, and, and this is a game that you have to win. Columbia comes in where they have a good home record, right? That they're they're winning on uh, at home. And it's a mid-afternoon game. It's kind of a little bit of a trappy game. 
they are weirdly getting a point. I, I think Columbia is better than what they're getting credit for. And then at night you have Harvard and Maine. And I mentioned this game because Harvard's coming off of a nice win against Irvine. You go to the field house in Kansas, which is an experience. You play well there. Then you have the you know Christmas and a couple of days off. Now you got to go back on the road to an ice cold, freezing Maine and take on a team that's three and zero at home. And they're a solid team. Look, Harvard's a small favorite here, right? Under a two basket favorite, uh, they are supposed to win the game. Uh, but I think we're going to know a lot about this Harvard team at the end of this contest. Harvard's defense has been absolutely fantastic, and, and Maine's having all kinds of problems scoring the ball. So you would think that this is a good spot for Harvard. But it does get into a way. You go across the country, and you're playing in California. You get a huge win. Boom, massive. Then you go back to Kansas, and and yeah, you play that, that game really tough. It's a letdown spot. Even though you're supposed to win, and it's a road game, it's a letdown spot. Harvard cannot let down here. Okay, Harvard wants to be one of the classes of the Ivy Leagues. They can't let down. Northwestern Brown Thursday. This is an afternoon game. It's going to be a tough contest for Brown to go on the road against Northwestern. Six and one at home. But I think that they can pull this out if they play their game. Northwestern's just a little bit tougher, and I do expect them to win. Cornell against uh, Binghamton. They should win this game. Look, Cornell, like I said, they are getting me to buy in a little bit here. They're an offensive-laden team. I get it. They're getting me to buy in. They're 5-0 and at home this year against Binghamton, who's 1-4 and on the road. Binghamton is not a good team. Cornell can score with the best of them. I think that Cornell should win this game and win this game handedly. And when you start to win games like that and you start to win them handedly, yeah, it does mean something. I like Cornell in this spot. But again, I think we're going to know a lot about Cornell. Uh, you can't let down in these spots. You can't have that slip-up. I'm not asking you to go out there and beat the elite teams, but you can't have the slip up here. Dartmouth, New Hampshire. I have not liked what I've seen in Dartmouth, but New Hampshire, you know, look, they can't travel well. They're one and five on the road. They're not scaring anybody. So this is a winnable game. We don't have any Friday night games at all in the Ivy League. Um, so we're going to go to Saturday, New Year's Eve. Yale takes on Columbia. Harvard takes on Princeton. And here we are. The Ivy League schedule begins on New Year's Eve. And all of the back talk, all of the talk that we talked about, about good contests, playing well against Kansas, Irvine, Princeton letting up here. Oh, you're taking on non-teams. Hey, it all doesn't matter because now we get into the Ivy League play. Yale against Columbia is at noon. That should be a pretty decent spot for Yale to really just say, okay, we are the team to beat. We have the best record. We're 10-3. and three. There's no letdown. It's a road game. They should beat Columbia, and they should beat Columbia with absolutely no problem. Harvard-Princeton at 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon should be a great game. If Harvard does what I expect them to do against Maine, by the way, another reason why I think it's a dicey game, got Irvine and Kansas back-to-back, then you get a little break, then you get Maine, but they're looking forward to Princeton. It's a, it's a, it's a weird game. It could be called one of those trappy games. Princeton, meanwhile, they let down two games ago, and the only time that they had to bounce back here was against Keene. So I don't know who this Princeton team is, and I don't know if they know who they are. So this is a real good telltale sign. This will be that sign that we look forward as we move on in the season where, okay, let's see what these teams really are, and let's see who established themselves in that game. Cornell Dartmouth on Saturday, New Year's Day, 2 o'clock, uh, Cornell, look, I am believing in Cornell. They should handle Dartmouth even on the road here, even after New Year's. I know the kids are going to be out and whatnot. I think that they handle their business and they handle it pretty well. Brown Princeton is going to be Monday. Uh, Penn, I think, is the better team. Brown's got the better record. Brown will be at home. 
Brown is no pushover in this spot. This could be a winnable game for Brown, despite the fact that Penn is the better team. I don't think anyone's going to argue that Penn isn't the better team. Penn is the better team, but it could be a dangerous spot for them. Go go to the rest of the week, and uh, look, there's not going to be games Tuesday, not going to be games Wednesday, and that's the next time that I'm going to be able to talk to you. So we are getting into Ivy League play. It's exciting to get into Ivy League play. We started off with a bang. Princeton, Harvard, two teams that we're really going to find out about. I'm still up in the air about both. Going to find out about both of those teams in that game. So it should be a real good week of college basketball in the Ivy Leagues, even though it's a condensed week of college basketball in the Ivy League. All right, let's. Uh, it's going to do it for me, guys. I, I will be back after New Year's. I want to say Happy New Year's to everybody out there. And I want to say a big thank you, everybody that listens in, everybody that subscribes. Oh, the subscriptions, they really do help podcasters. They really help. The likes, the subscribes, uh, the listens, they help a lot. So I want to thank all of my loyal followers. Uh, guys, if you guys have any questions, any comments, go check me out at Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter, TomBartonSports at gmail.com. Have a very happy New Year and a very safe New Year to you and your family out there. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.